This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging, providing you with the unique energy support of Pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a pleasure to be here to share whatever expertise we can bring to bear on your questions. Radio program at AOL.com, the destination for questions. And as usual, we got a pretty, pretty substantial mailbag. Um, what's next, Layla? Uh, this is from, we've got two about the same topic, one from Jean and one from Mary. Dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, the news report about the evil FDA trying to ban N-acetylcysteine as a supplement is so worrisome. What will they try to ban next? Getting back to NAC, what is the difference between NAC and the plain amino acid L-cysteine? Would that be a suitable replacement? And Mary, letting us know of another attack on supplements, this was from Lou Rockwell, FDA protects COVID-19 vaccine makers, seeks withdrawal of competing dietary supplements. And they talk specifically about mm-hmm. NAC in that particular... Yeah, interesting. Uh, uh, that's an interesting way to, to look at it. Um, you know, uh, I did a podcast recently with Gretchen Debeau, who yes. is the executive director of Alliance for Natural Health. And mm-hmm. I urge all our listeners mm-hmm. to go over to anh-usa.com. Yeah. anh-usa.com. It's a hyphen. Mm-hmm. And check it out. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. it anh-usa.com or .org? To look I was going to ask you if it was a .org. Now, what's interesting is... is um, I should know because I'm medical director. It's .org. It's .org. I, <laughs> it's .org. .org. No, wait. A-N-H. Yes. Dash. U-S-A dot org. Dot org. Alliance for Natural Health USA. Yeah. So, um, so N-acetylcysteine, and Jean is asking, well, what about just taking plain old L-cysteine? Uh I think it's well, molecular. It, 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 N-acetylcysteine is a modified form of cysteine, yeah. which got, has a handle on it that makes it more bioavailable. That's yeah. All. yeah. Yeah. And so cysteine is a source, mm-hmm. but it's an inferior source. Yeah. And why do we like NAC? NAC is a uh, cysteine is an amino acid that's part of glutathione. Mm-hmm. And N-acetylcysteine is a very efficient way to boost your glutathione. Yes. So we like NAC. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also great for lung health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, for those of you who haven't heard, is that um, Amazon has stopped selling NAC in contemplation of an FDA ban on NAC supplements. However, uh, last time I checked, NAC is available on Fullscript. So, if you want to stock up, you can get the ten percent off. Uh, yeah, stock up, everybody. Yep. Uh, please don't hoard. You know, it's kind of like toilet paper in the early days of the pandemic. Right. It's like, yeah, get, gotta all get my NAC. All the toilet paper's gone. Yeah. All the toilet paper was gone and all the flour. Right. So well, people can bake. 
But it, I think yeah. what's happening is they're going to try and tie up this NAC ban in litigation. And, uh, you know, first they'll have some hearings and then they'll have possibly some litigation. And supplement manufacturers aren't going to sit still for this. Mm -hmm. And also organizations like a &H. You know, A&H is the largest organization protecting your access to natural health therapies of your choice. Yeah. And, you know, we've got a lot of campaigns. Uh, some of the campaigns are directed to homeopathy because mm. they're trying to, they're saying homeopathy is worthless. They want to ban homeopathy. They want to uh, ban uh, certain women's hormones like estriol, which we find very helpful. And they may attempt to ban all bioidentical hormones because the pharmaceutical companies are jealous. They're saying, yeah, but, you know, we have a patent on these things. Mm -hmm. um, but how can you patent something that's in nature? Can't. You know, that's why they don't bother and they don't want the competition. Right. Right? Yeah. So, and you're also, uh, you're, you're also uh, giving voice to uh, compounded uh, medications as well. And but there's a very interesting conflict mm -hmm. of interest, and I don't think people realize this, is the FDA, you know, we think it's, it's taxpayer-funded, and to some extent it is. But the FDA um, is funded to a large extent by the pharmaceutical industry on the basis of application fees. Yes. And so the analogy that I sometimes give is of privateering uh, is the... British government, uh, at a certain point, wanted to dominate the seas, and they didn't have enough money to build their entire navy. So what they did is they went into partnership with pirates who were called privateers. Uh -huh. They were freelance uh, raiders. Oh, my. They could, like, attack, and they made a deal. They said, don't attack British ships, just attack French and Spanish ships, and you can, you can you know, we'll split it 50-50 with you. You can gather all the loot you want. Because we need more sea power. Mm -hmm. So they set up the privateers. In a sense, FDA is a little like that because FDA uh, garners fees from the very industry it's supposed to regulate. Mm -hmm. And so there is a little element of collusion. Totally. Uh, I mean, look, FDA can be stringent sometimes with the pharmaceutical industry because they will not approve certain things the pharmaceutical industry does. But I believe there's a little bit of a bias uh, against supplements and towards... Half of the FDA board are former uh, pharmaceutical yeah. industry executives. Yeah. Yeah. And the pharmaceutical industry would love to uh, corner the market on, on supplements because it is a lucrative business. Not as lucrative as, as pharmaceutical drugs, yeah. but it's for a certain segment of Americans, they love supplements. And you know they're a little jealous that uh, the supplement companies can offer these things quote, unregulated. They don't, yeah. they don't have to pay big fees to FDA. Mm -hmm. um, so there's an element of, um, I use the analogy of privateering. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. and, and so th there's what, what will be next. I mean, if we as consumers scream and yell, I think it's going to become a political thing. It's going to be uh, Congress will pull the choker chain on FDA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, look, there's no regulatory agency or bureaucracy in history that is sought to reduce regulation. They all want more, more power, yes. more prerogatives. Mm -hmm. They have to be reined in. I mean, look, we, FDA is important because you don't want toxic drugs on the marketplace. Not. 
On the other hand, FDA, has, foods or, FDA yes. has, has failed in, in some ways in to prevent toxic things from going on the market. Sure. But they have a tough job because you don't know sometimes uh, when a drug is, is, is introduced or a vaccine is introduced, if, are there, there may be long-term side effects that aren't observed in the initial yes. uh, marketing studies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. All right. Gene, Mary, I guess, you know, people are uh, N-acetylcysteine. Yeah, it is, it is very, very helpful. So it would be a shame to uh, see that go. Yeah, I don't take it regularly, but I always keep it on hand in case I get a, like a, a, a yeah. flu or if I come down I with COVID. Bo- I have a bottle on hand. Yeah. Right. right. And, okay, good, good point at which to pause because we allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share a vital message with you. So please listen up. In these unprecedented times, we need effective immune support. That's why I'm excited to introduce two formulas that work, CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. CV Defense is a daily preventative. The only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including PEA, a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular level. CV Acute is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup for direct immune activation. It eliminates invaders with a fruit flower and root of patented Chinese medicine. I take it when I feel run down to fend off respiratory infections. Both products are safe, all-natural, and backed by numerous clinical trials. For more information and to order, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. That's TotalImmuneHealth.com. TotalImmuneHealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors there. What make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And their products are good. They're the products that uh, I've carefully vetted and allow my sponsors to talk about. So what's next, Layla? This is from Robin. Hi, Dr. Ron and Layla. I've been told via a trip to the ER for severe side abdominal pain and a subsequent CT scan that I have diverticulosis and inflammation. Well, it sounds like it had diverticulitis. It sounded like it was diverticulitis, but yeah. that would start with diverticulosis. Right? Diverticulosis is the yeah. anatomical condition of the outpocketing, yeah. which could be painless, and you know you could have that. Yeah. You know, cradle. I mean, you'd have that uh, middle mm-hmm. age on into your, your grave. True. But when it gets infected. Yes. And inflamed, it's diverticulitis. That's what winds you up in the ER. Now, Robin is age 65, obese, but working on it by eating healthy the last eight years. I rarely eat processed or fast foods. I eat organically and all of that. Well, after some research on foods to avoid, I've determined that all my favorite foods are on the avoid list. Broccoli, red meat. What? What? Cabbage, beans, really? whole grains, nuts and seeds. What? No, Yeah. No. I don't must, know where on the you're, internet you're reading, you're reading this. reading uh, something from like 1985. Yeah, and so. don't go to Dr. Google or don't yeah. do any of that kind of yeah. thing. So what's a girl to do or to eat? Can you suggest the best way to proceed to heal For my gut? For diverticulosis? Yeah. Or diverticulitis? Yeah. You know, so what the, I guess the main point is is that, um, and we've, we've this yeah. is a theme we've re- revisited, is it used to be said, don't eat like... Things that have tiny particles like nuts and like uh, raspberries. And, and the poppy seeds on your pound cake yeah, those your are bagel. The, those are the things that can get into the pockets and yes. they can get stuck and then they can cause infection. 
that was the tra- the teaching when I was in my medical training. Yeah. Uh, they've son- since done studies and they found that there is no correlation is between no. consumption of those foods and the incidence of diverticulitis. Yeah. So what do we... And we've had several patients with diverticulitis. Yes, we've had we several have. successes with diverticulitis. We have. Um, I actually have a, a good friend who I, I, I treated. Um, he became a patient and he, uh, had, he had had surgery for diverticulitis. Yes. And he said, he said, Ron, I'm, I'm like, it's, I'm, I'm miserable because the surgery mm-hmm. failed. Mm-hmm. I keep getting these, these outbreaks. I know what it is now. They're going to take the rest of my intestine out. So I said, well, look, you know, you got, I know you like to eat out and I know, yes. you, you know, you, the, the guy's a little bit of a bon vivant, but I said, you, you've got to really hunker down on the diet. Yeah. You have a choice. You can have, yeah. you know, you can have a bag or you can have. Exactly. You know, exactly. Right? And I recall he's learned this, a, he's learned this lesson a couple, a few, t- more than two times. He pushes the and limits. he gets it. He and he gets it, but he, he has knows. like an early warning system. Yes, 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 yes. It's absolutely so anyway, so that. It's, the diet is the diet is the specific carbohydrate diet. Right. I can't believe the success we've seen. Right. With diverticulitis, I can think of two more other patients who, right. as long as they stick to SCD, now, they're not having a problem. Now, why should that diet, in theory, be helpful? And you can explain a little bit about that. Because the diet. we're reducing all the very fermentable carbohydrates and things like that. Reducing the bacterial proliferation. Exactly. The bacterial proliferation that has much more to do with anything than any nuts and seeds you're going to eat. And by the way, on specific carbohydrate diet, you can can eat nuts, you can eat seeds, you can eat strawberries with all the seeds on it. You can use almond flour. You can use all of those things. Right. Absolutely. I mean, look, maybe when you're really inflamed, like don't eat, uh, you know, like lots of, uh, you know, uh, poorly chewed almonds or something. Uh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> right? Especially if they're raw, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I'm Because they, they're... The, yeah. the little shards are, are could be irritating if you actually have... You want to chew well. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you, those things are not the culprits in terms of they're bacterial not. proliferation. They're not. So, so it's more about the bacterial proliferation. It's a little akin to low FODMAP, too. Low, yes. Low FODMAP also reduces... The idea is reducing SIBO, small intestine bacterial mm-hmm. overgrowth. Mm-hmm. Although this is large intestine. This is this large intestine. This is large intestine, so it's different. Right. So, uh, not so much FODMAP, but definitely more the, the SED, specific carbohydrate. Too many carb, yeah. And then we all, might also give some uh, natural uh, anti-infective herbs like uh, berberine. Yes. Um, Candibactin BR is good. good. Uh, yeah. Even Candibactin AR. Yeah. Because these are... Uh, natural antimicrobials that yes. reduce the proliferation. I, I like the addition of coconut oil too because it's very cooling to the gut okay. as well and antimicrobial as well. Ginger might back. be appropriate. Ginger's ginger's yeah. a wonderful idea and right. can help reduce infl- inflammation. Yeah. There's a wonderful uh, supplement, Inflammatome, mm-hmm. with ginger and boswellian. Wonderful, potent anti-inflammatory. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inflammatome is wonderful. It's in your it's in your dispensary, Doctor Hoffman. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Very, very good stuff. Okay. So, Robin, you really have to go check out uh, the specific carbohydrate diet. And you can go to the official website, which is breakingtheviciouscycle.info. Right. That's breakingtheviciouscycle.info. Now, she's concerned about weight loss. What do you think it's going to do for her weight? Oh, her weight's going to come off. Right. Your your weight is going to start to come off, whether you want it to or not. It just will. We see that happening. Sometimes when we have someone who has... 
ulcerative colitis or diverticulitis. Or Crohn's we put them disease, on yeah. that. We put them on that, and then the whole family has to eat that way. And it's like, yeah. oh, my husband loves it. He's lost 25 pounds. Yeah. He doesn't have any gastro problems. But right. you, because he's on this stringent diet, exactly. um, it um, the weight comes off. No more bacterial proliferation either. Yep. It's wonderful. Everything gets quiet. Yeah. It's Robin. a healthy diet, and you know, there's it's very healthy diet. It just requires a little, yeah. I mean, a little deprivation. But you know, I have to say, uh, when you, um, it, it it is a little bit um, prognostically unfavorable mm-hmm. when someone is, you know, like, oh, I'm missing this and I'm missing that. You know, it sometimes yeah. when people start, you know, the whole idea of what we do is we see people with distinct problems, you know, like cardiovascular disease or cancer or ulcerative colitis, and they have to prioritize their health over their food preferences. Absolutely. Now, we don't want them to be miserable and in deprivation. Of course not. But, you know, you, you flip the switch on yeah. your mental processes and you go, yeah, it'd really be nice to have like a, you know, a, a banana split, you know, but it's not going to help my situation. Exactly. And you if know, you have that epiphany, you reach that, that exactly. cross that, that threshold then you start to regain your health and you you start to go, well, you know, I have, I mean, I had a nice, I had a good run with those things. Right, you know? right, right. It's like, it's uh, like a lot of things. Like I used to smoke cigarettes. Sure. I used to drink a lot, you know, in college. Yeah. It's like, been there, done that. Right. Is that constructive Over. now? No. Yeah. No, it's not. And you don't feel so good. <laughs> right. A big part of nutrition counseling is to assess somebody's readiness for change. Now, a lot of our patients... They're already ready to, they're already ready they're all in, yeah. to change because yeah. they've been out there in mainstream medicine and they felt they weren't helped or helped enough or frustrated mm-hmm. at not getting a successful outcome. And that's why they come to see you, mm-hmm. Dr. Hoffman. A big part of nutritional counseling is also about to reframe this deprivation. You have to think of it as some, as a, a, a form of self nurture. Right. More than anything. Right. You have to reframe this for yourself. This is like putting, going to a spa. Right. You want to eat beautifully. It's self-nurture. You want to nourish yourself in a wonderful, healthy way. Instead of feeling like, oh, I can't eat this, I right. can't eat that. Well, and look it's at a all re- the wonderful food Regaining you can control. Eat. Yes. And it's also like every day in every way, I'm getting better. Right. I'm getting healthier. Yeah. I'm just nurturing that. Exactly. That uh, regeneration. And isn't it a wonderful thing that all you have to do is change what goes in the pie hole? <laughs> I'm pointing to the mouth. Right, 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 right. Right? Right. What goes in there to keep you out of the ER. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fantastic. It's, it's a wonderful paradigm. It just. Uh, goes against the hedonic oh, yes. impulses of ordinary mortals, you right. know, which we all have. Right. right. Uh, like, I mean, just just to give you, uh, you know, an example. I mean, I did I did a little. Uh, I mean, I love chocolate. I think chocolate is a healthful thing in sure. in that it's got like plenty of antioxidants. There's all these studies and studies. Yeah. But I realized, like, I was a little overboard on chocolate because it was a health food. Yes. So I said, let me stop chocolate. I did that about. Two three months ago, uh, I was I think I was up to one sixty seven, uh-huh. which is a little high for me. And I said, you know, it's, it's the it's the it's the, the triathlon season. I want to get really trim. And I jumped on the scale this morning, and I'm eating a lot. No chocolate, one fifty eight. Wow! What, but you know, it, and I gotta wow. tell you, I mean, people around me having chocolate, and it's like I'm going, yeah. You know, it's like I'm almost drooling, and I go, I go, you know. Let it pass, because uh-huh. 
the strong urge, if you wait a couple of minutes, it will pass. Right. And it did. Right. And it did. Right. Because it, it does. I mean, it, 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 it's one of those really addictive mm-hmm. foods. It really does. It can be. Yeah. Certainly. Yep. Reminds me of the old Jerry Seinfeld episode of the fat-free frozen yogurt. <laughs> so they ate as much as they wanted. Right. And they gained weight. <laughs> classic. That episode. was classic, right? That there's episode, no fat in it. Mir Giuliani was in that one. Uh, oh, think, really? He was comes, he? He comes into the end and they said, we think we should, you, we should you, there should be a regulation against the fat-free oh yogurt. Oh, my gosh. The, yeah. frat, the fat-free snack, snack walls, cookies, right. all of that stuff. Right. No more fat. Oh my I gosh! I think he. I think he made a cameo in that. Yeah. Mm. Fascinating. Oh my gosh! So, so we have time for one more. If we one got more. such a thing as a quick question. This is from Cheryl, dear Doctor Hoffman and Layla. Can you please advise me on the best diet and supplement protocol for seborrheic dermatitis? Can it be cured or only managed? The symptoms are annoying, ranging from scalp tingling to pain to hair loss. Right. Thank you for so your great and informative. It's like product. a human form of the mange. And it, oh, you know, yeah. like a, some oh, animals yeah. get um, the mange. Animals, uh, you know, who have the mange, get various formulas that include omega three fatty acids. Yes, and that's the key: is you really increase your omega threes. You might also have to eliminate allergenic foods, yeah. maybe wheat, dairy. Uh, possibly search for others. An elimination diet can help yes. that. Yes, and uh, you know, work on the GI tract. Uh, you know, the microbiome mm-hmm. with probiotics, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, GLA also has a nice moisturizing effect on the skin. Yes, on the inside GLA out. is nice. Yeah. Right. Uh, zinc, some zinc. zinc, some C. Mm-hmm. Those are always beneficial for skin. D may be implicated in D, it, too. Sure. You know, D deficiency. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. But uh, we that like to work with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there, yeah, maybe low-dose naltrexone for serious cases. That's a prescription. Mm. Mm-hmm. But LDN is really good for certain uh, inflammatory skin conditions. Mm. Is there an autoimmune component yeah, to yeah, seborrheic yeah, dermatitis? Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Interesting. It's an inflammatory condition. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's all the time we have for today's Q&A with Layla. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. We'll be back next week. And we invite... You to send your questions to radio program at AOL.com. Also, uh, last day for our Stock Up for Summer sale, our annual uh, opportunity for you to get supplements 10% off, free to delivery via um, Full Script, which is on our drop down menu. Go to drhoffman.com and click on the store, and or go to drhoffmanstore.com. I believe that's uh, the destination for. Um, Mm-hmm. Getting in on the sale. Yeah. So thanks, th- everybody. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.